Welcome to the Organized Investor Pod Class with Jerry Goodman and Megan Hubbard from Tennessee Wealth Management. Think of these pod classes as a college of knowledge, and the curriculum is an inside look at how we work with our clients to organize their investments, their retirement, and their affairs. Our process is certainly not the only approach, but it has served our clients well. Listening may materially improve your life as well, but for that to happen, it also takes an open mind, an interest to learn, and your trust in what we're sharing. We focus only on what is relevant, and we'll explain things several times in different ways over multiple classes to ensure you understand their importance. We suggest you subscribe so you'll receive reminders about the next class. And with the tools and information on our website, theorganizedinvestor.com, you can start getting organized right now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Organized Investor Pod class. For those of you who will listen to episode one, we met Jerry Goodman, host of this pod class. Today, we're being introduced to Megan Hubbard. She's the co-host and she is the teacher, if you will, quite literally. <laughs> Megan, welcome to the pod class. Good to hi. see you. Hi, Bill. Thank you. Glad to be so, here. So let's start with just some of this kind of basics. How did you make a decision to get into this industry, the financial industry? And tell us a little bit about your history. No, it seems kind of strange, right? Because you said I was a teacher. So yep. I actually am a licensed teacher with a master's degree in curriculum and instruction. I've previously taught first grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. Most recently, I taught first grade. That's actually the grade I prefer and love the most, really because they're super cute, but also <laughs> because I am smarter than them. I can guarantee I am. That's not exactly the case in fourth and fifth grade sometimes. So I know. Uh, it's it's a little scary. Some of these fourth and fifth graders know way more than than I do. But so most recently, I decided to join forces with my dad and Jared. Um, my dad, you heard from in the last podcast or pod class, if you will. Uh, there you go. And I just love helping people, whether it be little people um, and now big people. And so I'm really excited to join their team. A lot of these clients that my dad has been working with have been around as long as I've been around. Um, he's been doing this for 41 years. I'm 42 years old. And so I've never known him to do anything different than this. And so I've seen a lot of these clients just from a personal perspective growing up, met them. We've you know, had personal relationships with them outside of his business. And so it's been fun to come in and just help them professionally now. A lot of these people have children that are my age or maybe a little bit older than me, and they are becoming generational clients. So it's going to be a fun ride with helping them as well. So yeah, it's rewarding. It's fun to work with my dad and my husband. And I'm excited to be um, in this new realm of teaching, if you will, just yeah. kind of a, a different group of people. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. So who do you work with? I mean, do you have a specialty or, or tell us a little bit about that? Well, so, you know, we obviously have our current clients, but we also have prospective clients. And so our team um, really enjoys assisting people with educating them on things, best practices, you know, for organizing your investments, retirement and affairs. I actually handle all of our website and marketing for our team. Mm. So I guess you could kind of call me maybe the director of communication and maybe the director of learning. I don't know. I tell my dad and Jared that I'm just the boss. Um, I'm not sure that they've <laughs> come to agreement on that with me so but well, anyways 
you know, they'll come around. I have a feeling they'll come around on that. So you talk about client education. What do you mean? What kind of client education do you do? So obviously education is my thing, but um, in this specific industry, you know, we're talking about investments, retirement, affairs. I tell people all the time, especially my children and my former students, if you're not learning something, what are you even doing? We're never too old to stop learning. I think learning something new every day is important. And so our goal here is to make sure that people are understanding not only how to get their investments or get their affairs and their retirement goals in order and make sure you know you have enough money for retirement um, when it comes to your affairs, that you are prepared to leave your family in the best condition that you can, um, mm-hmm. because obviously it's going to be a hard time if they've lost you. But also just the investment strategy piece. There's a lot of things that my dad has seen over these 41 years and A lot of things worked. A lot of things have not. But he has some really interesting things to share, which I hope people will listen to and take into account about how he can help them possibly increase their investment portfolio with strategies that maybe have not been talked about before. So we're hopeful in educating people on those three areas. Yeah. Well, do you have a team? Who's your team if you do? And what do they do? Well, there's dad, who is the 41 yeah. years of experience here. And he's a CFP, a former branch manager of Wells Fargo here in our office in Knoxville. And then there's my husband, um, Jared. He is not only the team here for me, but he's also my work team, but also my home team, I guess I yeah. would say. He's actually a CPA. He's got 20 years of tax management experience. And so he was a former partner at a firm called Rotifer Moss here in Knoxville. But most recently, after joining this team here at Tennessee Wealth Management, he's helping with the financial advisor piece of things with the wealth management side, mm. but also is our tax department. We like to call him our tax department. So he's very handy to have around during tax season. I like to tell people I've never had to do my taxes. Either my dad did them for me all the way up through, you know, <laughs> getting married and or maybe my dad's accountant, I should say. And then I handed that over to Jared. And so I've never had to do my own taxes. I hope that nothing happens to either of them because that might change for me someday. But I, I, <laughs> I know the feeling. I've never done my own taxes either. My accountant does mine. So <laughs> I, I understand that. Let's change focus a little bit. When you're not working, what do you do for fun? Oh, man. So there's not a ton of free time in our life. Um, Jared and I have three daughters. We've got a 16-year-old or a 19-year-old, a 16-year-old, and a seven-year-old. But most of the things we like to do or most of the things I like to do involve them, you know, going on family trips, watching them play sports. They all seem to have a favorite sport that they love to play. So that's been fun being a part of that and seeing them grow over the years with their sporting events. We love to go to the pool, the beach. We are big board game players or card game players. We're all super competitive. So that can get interesting. Even a Scrabble game can get interesting. It got interesting the other night with my two teenagers who were, you know, they were not certain that the other one was not cheating at the game of Scrabble. So um, never a dull moment in our household um, with three girls. But we also love to help people design, do interior design stuff. I like decorating and I like to exercise. So that's a little bit about me. Oh, Fun that's things. great. That's fantastic. So if you had all the money in the world, 
if you won that $2 billion lottery, what would you do? Yeah, I'm still disappointed I didn't win. I'm like, what? <laughs> I knew there was a chance and it just didn't happen. So I like to say, you know, getting a, a gift is, it feels good, right? But giving to people feels way better than getting something. Um, so honestly, and this is maybe a cliche answer, but I truly mean it. Like I would love to just give to others in need. Um, being a former teacher, I've seen lots of children with hard circumstances, mm. food insecurities, yeah. um, you know, shoes that they've probably been wearing for two years. I've also seen teachers struggle to make ends meet that maybe they're a single income household, or I've actually known a lot of families that are double income teacher income households. And that's, that's rough because teachers yeah. don't make a lot of money. So if I could be helpful to people just by, you know, paying their medical bills or buying food for them. That would be wonderful. I think the most fantastic thing that I could ever do with it would be to surprise teachers with bonuses because they just mm. don't make enough money for what they do. And that would be super rewarding. But I guess I'm going to have to keep playing the lottery to <laughs> meet these goals or my dad's going to need to make me a lot of money. There you go. <laughs> with his investment strategy. I would think that that's probably your better possibility because I thought I bought the winning ticket and obviously <laughs> I did not. So what's the one thing that you recommend most often to clients, family, or friends? Honestly, you know, treat every day like it's your last. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow or even the next second in our life. And dad and I will go into some of our whys of why we do this. Mm -hmm. um, that kind of delves into that actual kind of thought process is that we don't have a guarantee that tomorrow we're going to wake up and be here. Um, so this is why it's so important to have your affairs in order. You want to make sure that your loved ones are left in the best position that they possibly can be. So we hope through listening to this pod class that you are going to be able to understand more in depth on how that is possible to make sure you can leave your loved ones in the best situation possible. Yeah. I, and I love this next question because by answering it, you, of course, immediately negate it. But what is the one thing that most people don't know about you that everybody's about to know about you now? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't like to brag about this, but I'm kind of famous. I mean, when I tell you this, you're going to be like, oh, wow, really? I was actually a clown in the Macy's Day Parade no. in 1991. Yes. <laughs> my sister and my dad and my mom, my dad's, I guess, famous too, um, actually were clowns as well. Dad's actually and my sister, have they've done it twice. We oh, all wow. dressed up as clowns and got on a fire truck and we're in the parade. And so we you know, did all of our waving with our clown makeup on and our costumes. It was fantastic. Um, I still get people asking for my autograph and it's just, you know, I'm like, goodness, this is a very important role that I played. Um, <laughs> I decided the clown life though, it wasn't for me. So here I am. I became a teacher and now I'm in the financial industry. Yeah, it's probably a better career path. I, you know, not, not for me to say <laughs> I, this next question I'm always fascinated by, because people have very different ideas of this, but what is your idea of success? So most would probably say something, you know, about their career, um, maybe a degree, but mine honestly is 
surrounding raising my children, um, just mm. raising them to be respectful, compassionate people who love the Lord. Um, they are the greatest gift in my life. And it's just been amazing to see those characteristics and them fulfilled so far, despite my mothering of the 19, 16 and seven year old. Um, I don't think I've messed them up terribly yet. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. There might be a therapy bill that comes my way when they're adults. Time will tell. But um, yeah, so they are definitely my greatest success in life. Yeah, no, I as, as a parent myself, I completely understand that answer. And, and, and just for future guidance for you, I always tell them any therapy bills that come my way, go back to them at that point. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Good advice. What is your proudest achievement? So let's see. I talked about the idea of success there with raising my children. Um, I'd say that my proudest achievement is probably earning my master's degree in curriculum and instruction and then also training for a and completing training and completing. I did complete it. um, A half marathon. Mm. Both of those took a lot of work physically and mentally um, required a lot of dedication and actually did them coincidingly. So it was a lot, but it makes me tired thinking of doing it again. But um, two things that I'm really proud of myself for doing. Yeah, no, no, that's a lot. So it makes me wonder, do you have a mantra or a motto or something that you say to yourself to stay focused and to stay on track? Absolutely. Well, my faith is really the cornerstone of my life. So I really look to Bible verses to just keep myself motivated um, when things are hard. I really love to repeat the Philippians 4.13 verse to myself. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because, Mm. I mean, goodness, I'm a mess. We're all a mess, right? Um, But knowing that I can trust God and love others well allows me to glorify him through the work I'm doing here on earth, whether it's being a mother, being a teacher, being a um, in this industry now, helping others get their investments and their affairs and retirement organized. Um, these are just now all of these things become dear to my heart because I know he's put me in this place for a purpose. And so I think it's only fair to look to him and repeat his words to keep me going. Yeah, that and that is fantastic, actually. So at this point, I think we ought to bring the other part of this pod class into the conversation of uh, Jerry you're I know you're over there hello hello Mr. Bill it's good to see you again it's nice to be with you I've really enjoyed my conversation with Megan and I want to bring you in because you've named these episodes the organized investor pod class so what can we expect to learn from them let's say to our, to our listeners who might be brave enough to join us uh, let's start off by saying that you're going to get tired of Megan and I repeating this, but these pod classes, they're really about organizing three things, your investments, your retirement, and your affairs. And within those three topics, there's there's a lot of different things to cover. So we do appreciate you as a listener taking time to listen to us. We know your time is valuable. We promise we're not going to waste it. We're not going to spend time talking about, for example, where interest rates may go what the government might or might not do. You know, is the country going to go into recession? All of these things are kind of interesting, but nobody that I know of can accurately predict any of these things. And actually discussing it is going to have zero benefit to you getting organized with all these various aspects. So 
Bill, what we do, we focus on things that we feel is important to our listeners as a whole and on things that that you have as a listener, you have control over things that actually can make a difference in your life. You're quickly climbing the learning curve by listening to our Organized Investor Podcast. Your instructors are Megan Hubbard and her favorite dad, Jerry Goodman. Listening to at least 12 pod classes is recommended, and it also helps to subscribe on your podcast platform. So well, how do you prioritize where you spend your time on these pod classes, if you will? Well, you know, as Megan mentioned, I've done this for 41 years, and while I don't know everything, I've learned a lot. And so I, I'll give you a good example uh, in reference to kind of what the pod classes are about. Let's talk about estate planning versus investment planning, like organizing your affairs versus organizing your investments. Mm-hmm. From a personal standpoint, you know, both of these are important because you don't want to leave a mess to your family, like in terms of your documents or lack of documents. And you don't want to run out of money in retirement because that also creates a burden for your family. So for your estate planning, you're going to learn from these pod classes how we can help you organize your your affairs using a very good local estate planning attorney, and you'll probably save a thousand dollars, which is which is fine. That's good, and you'll be happy, and it needs to be done. But this is this is a one-time savings. Now, for organizing your investments, you're also going to learn how we may be able to dramatically improve your financial future, and over the long term. The benefit may be hundreds of thousands of dollars, not 1,000, but hundreds of thousands. So both are important, but from a purely monetary standpoint, your investments are really where you should focus a lot of attention. And it's where we're going to spend a lot of time on these pod classes. So you just said you may be able to dramatically improve someone's financial future. Now, that sounds appealing, especially when you talk about saving hundreds of thousands of dollars, potentially. Can you give us sort of a preview, guys, of how that's possible? Sure. Uh, you, you know, we use the term dramatically, and actually when we say it, we try to do it in all caps if that's technically possible. <laughs> <laughs> but so we don't want it's it to be an over- in text than it is in talking. Well, it is. So I, we just drag it out a little bit. But, but I'll say this. We have a lot of clients to one degree or another at different degrees, who we have materially improved, we've dramatically improved their financial future. And this comes back down to Bill. It's not just for them. All this basically flows down to their families. For example, we have a client, he's a widower, he has three children, Mm. and we just, he's a great guy, one of my favorite clients. We just arbitrarily came up with a goal a while back. We said, hey, let's see if we can get you to $3 million so each of the kids can inherit a million dollars from you. And he's going, yeah, this sounds great, like a great idea. And actually, we're almost there. So someone that walks into us, you know, our our big picture, our, you know, the term macro goal, you know, if somebody just walked in and said, what do you think you could do for us? We would say our overall investment, we think we're going to try to improve your overall performance by organizing your investments by at least 2% per year. Now, this may actually be possible, maybe not, but all that is going to depend on how your investments are currently being managed. So what I mean by that is if you're doing the exact same thing that we're doing, you know, there may be nothing to improve, but that's not normally what we see. Megan, you want to cover the rest of this to kind of to break this up so that they don't have to listen to me anymore? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. We never get tired of listening to you. I might not have said that when I was 16. I can say that at 42 now. So 
really that is probably best divided into three parts. So first, just reducing any investment fees you may be paying. You might not even realize that you have investment fees that you are paying, but that's something that we would look at with you. And this is a great way to work towards that um, goal that we're looking at, at getting you to 2%. Second, you know, avoiding unnecessary investment expenses, you might not even know that you're paying. So again, looking into, you know, are you paying mutual fund expenses? Are they buried inside of some of your um, investments that you don't even realize are there? Again, that's something that we can delve into your portfolio on and look at with you and try to get to that 2%. Um, Third, be more selective with your investment choices. You might just be doing the same old thing you've always been doing. And so we're going to talk a lot about some different strategies that my dad has um, had success with, his clients have had success with. It's easy to do the same thing over and over and over again. It's a lot harder to look at something with a new perspective. And so, you know, we would ask that you give us that opportunity to do that um, and give you some of these ideas that are different possibly that you've not heard of before with this investment piece. So this probably all sounds like an oversimplification, which is why we're going to ask you to be patient with us on these pod classes, because we do have very specific suggestions to explain how we work with our clients and how some of this is going to be possible. There's an example that I'm going to give you. So just to keep it simple, let's take a nice round number, maybe let's say a million dollars invested with a financial advisor. If you can improve your overall performance by 2% a year, that's equivalent to $20,000 per year or $400,000 over a 20-year period. That's a lot of money. You know, that's like mm-hmm. maybe not as good as winning the, the lottery, but like that's still a lot of money. So if your assets are half that size, then divide the 400000 by two. And if it's twice that much, then double the 400000 Either way, again, a lot of money. So we suggest you pay close attention to what we're going to share with you because some of these strategies are going to really kind of shift your thinking, I believe, as we kind of lay them out for you in the pod classes. And good point, Megan. And, and, and as we mentioned a second ago, uh, this is that's going to be a lot more important than saving $1,000 by you know, helping you with your estate planning documents. So, so again, don't misunderstand us. Mm-hmm. Getting your affairs in order, it's important. But from a pure monetary standpoint, it's it's really pretty insignificant. So you need to pay the most attention to what's most important. Yeah. You know, this is actually, you know, there's a saying, it's not how much you earn, it's what you keep. Exactly. And it sort of goes in line with what you're talking about reducing fees and expenses. The other part, of course, is the improvement of investment performance. So let's talk about that. For these three categories Megan mentioned, reducing fees, reducing or trying to avoid costs and and improving your performance, the the first two parts of that, reducing fees and expenses, I mean, that's pretty straightforward. And and we would say to somebody, either you're going to realize those savings or you're not. And And that all depends on how the investments that you have right now, how they're currently being managed. Bill, I got a question. This is for you. A little question. Do you pay any attention to the prices? Like, say you go to the grocery store and you're looking for something. Do you, do you notice well, the prices course. of things? Sure. Absolutely. Well, well, welcome to the club. I mean, I guess virtu- doesn't virtually everybody do that? And, and this goes back to the fact that when you're in the store and you're looking at you know 20 items on the shelf, the price is right in front of your face. 
it, it, it's actually hard to not compare things. So even though the fees and costs for your investments, for example, it's not that obvious, but we would suggest that you compare the fees and expenses of yeah. those investments, okay? As Megan kind of alluded to, if you save like 1% in fees and costs for a million-dollar portfolio, what is that? That's $10,000 per year. That's $200,000 over a 20-year period. This is a heck of a lot more than you're ever going to save you know, trying to pick out which loaf of bread is going to save you 20 cents. Mm-hmm. So again, pay attention to what's important. Now, the the part about organizing your investment performance, that's just not as predictable. It's, there's, there's more gray area in there. So it's not black and white like fees and expenses costs, right. but it has a tremendous amount of opportunity by being by simply being, as Megan mentioned, being more selective with your investment choices. And all of this is what we're going to explain to you on the pod classes, and we're going to show you things that we're going to walk you through, and you're going to go, my gosh, this is a lot better investment idea from a return standpoint than what I have been doing. So that's why we ask you to stay with the pod classes and listen to us and be patient because we're going to share things with you that, as Megan mentioned, your advisor either doesn't know or hasn't gotten around to sharing with you. Yeah, no, you've got my attention, and I'm I'm assuming you probably have the attention of listeners who are listening to this as well. So what do you recommend to the listeners? How do they get the most benefit from all of this? So I'll answer that, Bill, since okay. I'm the educator here. Um, you know, well, number one, they're already here listening. So that would be my first suggestion is to commit to listening to these pod classes. Um, We also have a ton of information on our website. You can conveniently use your smartphone or your computer to look at this information. What I would tell you is don't go to our website and be the horse that was led to the water, but then not take the drink. So there's got Mm. to be some commitment on the listener's part here to take the next step and to really delve into the information we're providing by not only listening to us, but, you know, probably going and looking at this information on our website as well. So they, they can get the full benefit from this. Um, You know, as your instructor, I would tell you, there's probably three things that would be the most beneficial to do to make sure that you are really getting, uh, a great return out of your investment, if you will, from our information that we're providing. So give us the benefit of the doubt. That'd be number one. You know, we're not working with you probably yet. We have clients that we've worked with for over over 40 years, but unless you've been our client for 40 years or even, you know, a year, you don't see what we're doing. And so you have no reason to trust us. But however, you also don't have a reason to distrust us. So <laughs> we would just ask that you come in with um, an open mind, not be skeptical immediately off the bat. Um, hopefully you're never skeptical, but at least give us you know a little bit of time to earn that trust and um, share with you some things that we really think are going to be helpful to you and just not dismiss it um, because it is your financial future here. It's not ours. You know, we're not gaining anything yeah. financially for our portfolio. We're gaining... Um, the peace of mind knowing that we've shared information with as many people as possible to hopefully help them um, in the long run with their investments and affairs and um, retirement goals. The second thing I'd say to do is to refer to our website, which I just discussed a second ago, but we have a lot of information documented on our website and we're telling you a lot of things. So these two kind of go hand in hand. And 
as an educator with a master's degree in curriculum and instruction, I'm going to pull that card here for a second. I will tell you there are three types of learners. You have a visual learner, an auditory learner, and a kinesthetic learner. And sometimes we're all of these, you know, or a mix of these. Um, so I think it's important that you're listening to us, but I also think it's important that you go to our website and you look at the documentation that we have that supports all of these things that we're telling you um, so that it really starts to hopefully sink in. Also, just committing to listening to all of our pod classes. I would say, you know, 12 would be a great number based on the amount of information that we're sharing with you. It's not going to sink in the first time. It's impossible for a human's brain to take in so much information. Mm. It's like sometimes we're drinking from a fire hose and not be able to re- like we can't retain all that there's just no right. way you know it's just not possible um there's a whole theory that our attention spans are the amount of our age so if you're <laughs> five you have a five minute attention span so um you know that at least bodes well so if you're older you've got a longer attention span but then you're also older so who knows maybe you've forgotten some things as you've listened. Um, so there's a whole whole situation going on there. But, you know, I just would say to just listen to us multiple times on these pod classes and then to also use the documentation we have on our website so that you can um, hear us over and over and over again. This is actually a theory called spiral learning. It's how I taught my first graders and my fourth and fifth graders um, when I was in the classroom. And it just really does reinforce everything that you've heard initially um, when you hear it again and again and again. Um, So that should be hopefully sufficient to understanding the information and the reason why we're sharing it with you. Um, in the longer run, once you've committed to doing that with us. Yeah, well, it, it's interesting because now y'all have made the assumption that the listener has a financial advisor already. So no offense intended. Why would anybody need to listen to the pod classes? Well, that's a great point, Bill. So, you know, here's the thing. Maybe you do have a financial advisor. Maybe you don't. I would say this. Your financial advisor, if you do have one, either may not know this information that we're going to be telling you, or they're just not going to tell you because it is a lot of information to share with somebody. It takes a lot of work to disseminate this information to people. So, and you're also maybe thinking like, goodness gracious, these people are like offending my financial advisor. I like my financial (laughs) advisor. We go to lunch, we go on vacation (laughs) together. You know, we hope that people would say the same thing about us um, and not be up, you know, They wouldn't just say, oh, well, yeah, forget my financial advisor. I mean, my dad's been around for 41 years. They trust him, right? Um, But we also would say that this is not a personality contest. And we know that your financial future is on the line. And it's not a personality contest with your financial advisor and us. It's more just making sure that we are giving you all of the information that could be most beneficial to you. So we have suggestions that for some are going to have long-term potential benefits that will literally total in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, So with all due respect to your advisor, if you're hoping they're going to offer some of the same pieces of advice and suggestions that we would, you know, it's probably a good time to lower that expectation because if they haven't told you these things at this point, they're probably not going to. That's, a, that's an excellent point, Megan. And it's a good question, Bill. Uh, so again, I would sum up by saying, give us the benefit of the doubt, as Megan mentioned, in, as far as the trust is concerned. I mean, we're, we're not, 
you don't have a reason to trust us, but you don't have a reason to distrust us either. Also, Megan said, refer to the information on the website. It'll help you digest what we're going to share with you. And then lastly, listen to at least 12 pod classes. We're not going to waste your time. You know, we, we hope you'll invest some of your minutes with us. And at that point, you're going to understand what we're doing while we're explaining this to you. And then you can decide, you can make an informed decision about maybe whether you want to have a chat with us about your situation. That's great. And that, you know, that's a good way to actually kind of wrap this up. But before we go, for the listeners who are listening to you and think, ah, these guys are interesting. I, I think maybe I'd like to know a little more. They'd like to get in touch with you. Megan, I know you mentioned the website, but guys, how, how would listeners who want to reach out to you get a hold of you? Yeah, so definitely our website is probably the best way because you're going to see all that information that we're providing you. Um, that's www.theorganizedinvestor.com. Mm. But we also would welcome phone calls. You are welcome to give me a call at 865 415 2065. Or you can even call our main line 865-415-2060. And you would get to hear from Libby, our wonderful, um, she's the boss, actually, let's just call Libby the boss. Okay. (laughs) She's the one that really makes this place run around here. But um, Libby would direct you to myself or my dad. And we would definitely welcome a conversation with you. Also email, you can email me, Megan, M-E-G-A-N at tnwealthmanagement.com. That's sweet. And that's simple. And that's great. Guys, thank you so much. This has been an interesting episode this week. And listeners, thank you for listening, as a matter of fact. If you're new, and this is only pod class number two, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way you won't have to remember about going back to check out for a new episode. The new episodes will be delivered directly to you. You'll be notified. We also ask that if you really like this podcast, that you rate it and share it with other people, because by sharing it with other people, you help spreading the word about this pod class and bringing it to more ears. I'm Bill Tucker, and on behalf of all of the people at TN Wealth Management, Jerry and Megan, thank you again for listening. Until next time. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the organized investor or TN Wealth Management. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning or before making any investment decision. And please consult legal or tax professionals for specific information regarding your individual situation. The organized investor cannot accept trade or account instructions on or through this platform. Please contact us directly at contact us at tnwealthmanagement.com or 865-415-2060 to place a trade or for trade or account related questions. Brokerage and advisory services are provided by TN Wealth Management through Prospera Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. The organized investor is a brand name operated by TN Wealth Management for educational platform purposes.